Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time you're joining us, and welcome to episode two of Life and Games, a podcast about life, games, and everything in between. I'm your host, Cameron Ford, and joining me as always, my co-host with the most, and a man who doesn't like French toast, Mr. Carl Southern. What's that about, Carl? Uh, I I never said I didn't like French toast. Okay. I don't know. um, Please elaborate. I can enjoy some French toast, especially the kind with the... That like come in the stick form. Yeah, no, not the. I don't know why. The I freezer like aisle cheap, ones. I, I like the cheap <laughs> freezer aisle French toast a lot better than the actual French toast. Like you don't like the like dipped in eggs and you know oh, powdered man. sugar syrup. I, like, oh, I basically want cinnamon toast crunch. Wow. Yeah, it's like good stuff. You heard it here first, first folks. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's how the show works. We're gonna be mixing things up just a little bit. Uh, thanks to some amazing feedback from you guys. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to run down three news stories, and then we're going to take a deep dive into a particular topic that we pick out each week. That's right. So this week, we're going to be covering the Pentagon confirming the existence of UFOs along with former President Obama, which is pretty crazy. Um, last week, we talked about the Colonial hi- uh, Pipeline hack. Yeah. Apparently, someone hacked the hacker group Darkside and stole all of their Bitcoin. They drained oh. their entire wallet. Well. And then we're going to round things out with Apple versus Epic, mm-hmm. which for those of you who don't know, we'll get to it, we'll but it's it. mainly Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Fortnite, the you news even, story. If you, if you follow Fortnite or if you play Fortnite, you yeah. probably heard about it. We're going to get a little bit into it yeah. later. And then we're going to take a deep dive into what we're calling Gamer's Block, mm-hmm. which is essentially... When you run out of stuff to play, even though you've got a shelf full of video games. Yeah. Yep, yep. But first, what have you been playing this week, Carl? What have I been playing this week? Uh, mostly, I picked up Magic the Gathering Arena. Mm-hmm. Keeping on the trading card game hike. <laughs> Always. Uh, right. Um, I was playing a lot of Pokemon last week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've got back into it. Uh, I used to play a lot of Magic. I quit. Picked it up again because I heard some good things about the arena client and getting some updates, and I've been mm-hmm. having lots and lots of fun just trying to grind through the ladder, mm-hmm. you know, working my way up to Mythic, and I'm really enjoying my time there. You'll get there. Yeah. You hopefully. put enough time in, you'll get I there. I put enough time and enough money in there, Jennifer, if you're <laughs> watching. Um, I did not put any money in there. <laughs> it was all free. It's a, it's a free game. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you? What have you been playing? So, I've been playing a couple things. Um... First thing I tried out this week was a little indie game called mm-hmm. Them's Fighting Herds, which I had heard about, but I had always wanted to try. Basically, it's a think like old school Street Fighter Two yeah. style fighting game, mm-hmm. except for some reason somebody decided to take like My Little Pony oh, and yes. base all of the characters off of that style. I love it. So you've got like a cow named uh, Arizona is like the main character. Which, by the way, they legitimize it kind of because uh-huh. they got you know who Tara Strong is, the voice actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the main character. Wow. <laughs> so Tara Strong, if you don't know, she played like Bubbles on Powerpuff Girls. She mm-hmm. was Timmy Turner in Fairly yeah. Odd Parents. She does a lot of the voices on My Little Pony, the show. Oh my god! Yes. So they were like, "Let's get her to do our show, or our game." But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a fighting game where you play as cows and sheep and. All kinds of other stuff, kicking the absolute crap out of each other. So is this like, uh, what's the art style like? Is it like pixelated it's or? basically exactly like My Little Pony. Like wow. animated like that, where oh. you've got like the background is very superimposed. And yeah. the characters thick outlines and wow. they just jump around and just. Them's fighting herds. Them's fighting herds. What are you playing it on? Uh, it was $8 on Steam. No, no, no. What are you playing it on? On Steam, on PC. Oh, Steam, you said. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. it's 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 been interesting. Um, <laughs> and then I also started playing. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, this man's had a PS5 basically <laughs> since launch. And, and I, it's been sitting there collecting dust I had the game the whole, the whole time. time, too. Oh, my God. There are so many people out there desperately looking yeah. for a PlayStation. I know. Just clinching their knuckles right now. So, when I got the PS5, I was yeah. I was like, okay, there are going to be games I want to play on it. Like mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank and yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know what else is coming out. God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn 2. All games I want to play that aren't out yet. Um, but I started Miles Morales. Yeah. And so far, I'm really digging it. I love the vibe of the whole game. You know, whenever whenever Miles does something cool, it plays like a little hip-hop diddle. It's very thematic. Yeah. It's really just, 
it immerse it, it's very different from the other game the the regular spider-man game yeah because it it really makes you feel don't say yeah it. Don't <laughs> say it. do not it's I, I, what i mean not. is it doesn't make you feel like spider-man it makes you feel like miles like okay. it makes you feel okay. like you're following in the <laughs> shadow of peter That's barely better <laughs> i know but it does a very good job of making it seem uh, like Spider-Man is this monolithic figure, and, yeah. and Miles is always just behind him, like uh-huh. trying to catch up. I and see the, the hero's journey, you right? Know, trying to, you know, have you ever played Mega Man Two or Mega Man X? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at the very beginning, you get through the first stage, and then you fight the boss, and it intentionally beats you, but then Zero shows up. Zero, yeah, yeah, and it makes you, sh- it shows you how awesome you can be, right? Basically, that was that. always one of my favorite games when Sigma comes in there, yeah, wrecks your house. Oh yeah, and Zero. It was that that moment when I played Mega Man X. Mm-hmm. That was when Zero became my favorite character. Zero's your favorite. Zero's my favorite for really? sure. He's got the laser sword. He's basically got a lightsaber. He had <laughs> that diamond in his head. Yeah. And fun fact: I we didn't know his name <laughs> when we were kids, and so I thought it, for like a year I called him Diamond because he had <laughs> he had that crystal in his forehead. Yeah, the little green one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, his name was Diamond. But Diamond was my favorite character. And man, he's just awesome. He has that dash too. Yeah. Which I like the, the weird hair. It's like yeah, Super yeah. Saiyan hair kind of, but it's right. in a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. And he has a sword. And he was red. And red is better than blue. Wow. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carl. So yeah. last week, we had a couple of people write in about some things that mm-hmm. we can update the show on, some corrections per right. se. Uh, why don't you run down what we got so far? Okay, um, so the first one we got was a group of sharks. We, we had a little confusion about mm-hmm. what, what a group of sharks the were. Shark we didn't pack. know if it was a shark pack <laughs> or uh, a, shark, a shark pod. But it was uh, actually, according to Tommy C., shout out Tommy C., a group of sharks is called a shiver or school since they're a fish. Mm-hmm. So a school of sharks, which was probably the most obvious thing we should have thought yeah. of, but neither one of us paid attention in science class, apparently. But a school of sharks doesn't sound intimidating at all. Yeah. It sounds like where I want to be. I want to go to shark school. Shark that sounds school? awesome. Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> You'll get the chance one day. Yeah. But that's what they're called. One day. Okay. Well, there was also a little bit of, we, we had the discussion about, we were talking about crypto and currency mm-hmm. mining. And I was, I didn't know why the GPUs on the discussion of the GPU shortage, the graphical processing units, and the, or the graphics cards, or whatever you want to call them, right. uh, on PC components, why they were being bought up by crypto miners, because I didn't understand why they needed the graphical processing power. But Cody H chimes in on one of our YouTube videos, and he says that GPUs are similar to CPUs, and that they both deal with executing commands. Okay, The primary difference is that they're tailored for their respective tasks. The main reason a GPU is more efficient at mining is on an average they can execute more tasks per time unit and GPUs are good at doing repetitive tasks like the mathematical circulate calculations required for blockchain. So that makes sense. If yeah. they're just better at doing repetitive tasks very quickly, while they might, need, might not need to render you know, graphical models, yeah. they can just have that better raw compute power. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, CPUs are more... Mm-hmm. No. More better. Right. More better. <laughs> CPUs are more better. <laughs> and, you know, I thought about it a little bit more. What's that? And so I might get you lost in a little bit of the weeds oh, here if you're boy. not a little tech savvy. But CPUs, mm-hmm. uh, they're just the processing unit, right? Right. GPUs, the graphics brain. cards, not GPUs, but the gra- graphics cards mm-hmm. have what's called VRAM. Right. Uh, Video RAM, RAM dedicated towards, you know, random access memory dedicated to the graphing processing unit. Right. Graphical processing unit. So I thought maybe it also makes sense that having that extra dedicated RAM for that processing, for that process, could help a lot better than just buying up, you know, the most expensive CPU or buying up all the CPUs. Right. That might be. I don't know. Again, maybe Cody H can correct me again. Yeah. <laughs> but Please, let said. us know. Sure. Well, a couple of corrections we had there from cool. our little bits of continuity for you guys. All right, well, let's get into what we're calling the nerdy news to know. Nerdy news to know. With our first news story, the Pentagon confirming the existence of UFOs yeah. and President Obama coming right, out right. on James Corgan and saying mm-hmm. there are things he cannot explain. Apparently, yeah, you ever, his... you ever, you ever heard of a UFO, Cameron? I've heard of a UFO, yeah. yes. You ever seen a UFO? I have not. Yeah, well, you ever been probed? <laughs> God. No? No, no. Well, I, I don't think so, but most of the people... Yeah. If our if our fiction is to be believed, uh-huh. you wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, well, maybe <laughs> all these people that had that claim they've been, mm-hmm. 
all the people that have lost their cows mm-hmm. and been visited by that pro bono proctologist from another world. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe they're not so crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible. Maybe they're not. Because the Pentagon, they, they came out and said, mm-hmm. yeah, UFOs. Yeah. And they showed footage of, yeah, UFOs. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what that is. Not a, not a clue. Unidentified flying object. Right. So one thing that was very interesting is President Obama said that, or former President Obama. Sorry. Mm, a couple of presidents ago. Yeah. Remember he said that, that in the very beginning of his tenure and his mm. first term, he asked the CIA and the Pentagon, like, hey, where the green dudes? You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm the president. Tell me about the aliens. I need to see them. And take me to the little lab where they got them all, you know, yeah. cryo frozen. Of course, you know, that apparently is not true. But they did tip him off to the fact that they can't explain some stuff. Yeah. So let me ask you. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Why don't you um, elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I mean, so the first level, there's a couple of levels that I want to go on this. Mm-hmm. So the first level is, okay, think of the size of the universe. Okay, before that, think of the size of the known universe. Right. It's massive. Talking, I don't even know how many stars, trillions, if not more. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but more stars than we can count. Right. Just in the known universe. And we've not even mapped all of them, right? We yeah. don't know. There's a lot of stars and a lot of solar systems. We don't know. A lot of wh- space. What's there, right? We can see, like, we know they're there, but we don't know what's on those planets. What there are some of. that we don't know they're there, too. Yeah. I mean, it, space is incredibly vast. But mm. I, I'm pretty much with you. Like, there's so, no way we could have. There's no way there's not. We right. can't be the only life in the world or yeah. in existence it's just impossible so it stands to reason mm-hmm. that thinking that <laughs> that we're the only ones here is kind of ludicrous a little bit yeah. i mean if you just think about purely logically mm-hmm. that that is that's not like that's not it yeah and the other one i was trying to pull up the exact quote and my, we might have to get back to this because i cannot connect to servers apparently oh fun <laughs> but long Always. story short Yes, I do believe that there are other creatures, other uh, life uh, inhabitants, forms. life forms, there whatever you, you want to call them on other planets, whether they are near or far, mm-hmm. whether they have or have not visited us is another question. Yeah. But it, I think it's almost impossible for there not to be. It's very possible that we could very well be the most advanced society. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. has to be. Why wouldn't it be us? Right. So maybe when we get space travel we can be the aliens we are the ufos oh man it's <laughs> russia again no. oh geez. <laughs> we're not going to get into that yeah or say those words i mean that th- there's all kinds of stuff going around about what exactly they are mm-hmm. considering we can't explain them but that's the us government not being able right. to explain them it could be another member of our planet yeah. We just don't know. So how about earlier, you, that, that article we saw today, mm-hmm. Biden was asked, Joe Biden, the president, <laughs> yeah. was asked about UFOs. And according to the article, yeah. he gave a sort of subversive answer and then left so fast he didn't even take his earpiece out of the stage. Like I mean, he ducked out of there super quick. Yeah. What do you make of that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he had somewhere to be, devil's advocate. Maybe he was, you know, he is the president. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like peculiar timing for a reporter to be like, hey, aliens. And he's like, hey, bye. <laughs> Deuces, bro. Like that meme of the guy disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, aliens, cool. We talked about them, but uh, yeah. let's get out of here. No, if I'm not mistaken, he said, the reporter asked him, President Obama came out and said he knows about UFOs, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know what they are. And Biden said something like, ask him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't know what's going on. That's but uh, wrcbtv.com is where I saw the article, but I'm clicking on the link again, and it's not available. Mm. The page isn't available, so maybe they're... Maybe Very well may have been redacted. Redacted. <laughs> I don't know why WRCB would have done that, but... I mean... Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it could have been the UFOs. The aliens. Yeah, man. Aliens come and take in our news stories. What's next? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> All right. So the other interesting news that happened this week, mm-hmm. again, last week... We had the big gasoline crisis. Right. And this week, the hacker group responsible got their, got their dues. Got their dues. So why don't you tell me what happened? Yeah, so Darkseid, remember, that was the name of the guys. Mm-hmm. Darkseid. So they hacked the Colonial Pipeline, got paid $5 million in crypto. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they shut their doors. They're done. Yep. And they disappear. 
the what happened. Yeah, the so they, these guys, they I guess they were. Um, how do they say they they had affiliates? Okay, and they were supposed to share the profits. You know, all for one and one for all. Right. Okay. Well, they had some people working for them. Those people didn't get their money. Oh. Dark side claims. Okay, they shut down their servers and they said their Bitcoin wallet was drained and hacked. <laughs> it's so good. Oh god, so it's so good. So they were, according to this, they were hacked themselves. They lost all their Bitcoin. Not only the five million they got from the Colonial Pipeline, but according to this, we're looking at around ninety million. Ninety big ones. All gone. Ninety fat ones. That's nine hundred stacks, buddy. Yeah, that's pretty. Gone. That's a lot of money. So a lot of people were, were a lot of people were thinking, what was it? Was it the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Did they get it back? Who was it? The, well, U.S. Know? comes out. Here we go. Uh, Wall Street, Washington Post. They say that they have an you know an inside guy who remained remained uh, remained anonymous. Makes sense. Don't want right. to blow his cover. Don't want to blow his cover. They said no. It wasn't the U.S. military. We didn't do it. They didn't take their money. They didn't do it. No. I mean, it makes sense though. Like that that whole underground hacking mm-hmm. stuff. It's got to be just toxic. You know? Yeah. And it just goes to show there's always a bigger fish. Well, here's here's a question. Let me flip this to you. All right. With the information, knowing that these guys sort of had affiliates. Mm-hmm. Right, and they were working with people, and they were supposed to share their cut. Yeah. What if they lied, man? What if they lied? What about? if they just cut and run? Right, because I mean, it's easy to think. The easiest thing is to think, oh, they got their due. Ha ha, sucks for them. And maybe that's exactly what they wanted you to think. But they very well could have mm-hmm. just made the whole thing up, fabricated the story about, oh, we got hacked. Yeah. Our wallet was drained. Our servers are shut down. Sorry, we can't pay you. Because right. they left a lot of people hanging. Right. Yeah, they a didn't pay back other, anything. Yep. A lot of these people they were supposed to pay for the hacking work they did so my only, didn't get their money. My only wonder is, because of blockchain, shouldn't the history of where that crypto went be public? Like, whoever liquidated it, like, you could find that. I mean, that's how they found them in the first place. They tracked the wallet. Right. They, they did the whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like, that's that's the difference between crypto and, like, United States currency, United States currency, you can get your cash out and drive it across the country or drive it to another country. Mm-hmm. That's how the offshore accounts well, work. Well, I don't and think it's traceable in that way, honestly. I don't think, you don't think just so? because the ledger yeah. is being kept on a bunch of different machines, right. I think it's encrypted in some way just because that would be <laughs> secure. Because that's the whole thing crypto. You right. can't, it's cryptic, right? right? You can't trace it to any one person. I thought that was the whole point is you could trace it. No, no, no. Crypto, man. Cryptic. Yeah, I understand that. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's the point of the blockchain if nobody the blockchain can access is to it? blockchain is to make sure that the ledger is kept up to date no matter right. what. It's decentralized. That doesn't mean that it's all public record, public information. You can see anybody's bank account and yeah. what they have in their wallet. Well, that's the no, thing. No, no, you no, can sir. see what everybody has in their wallet. That's what the whole crypto crash this past week was about because everybody's keeping track of Elon's wallet and seeing what he's doing. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't hear about that? I don't know anything about crypto. <laughs> yeah. No, tell me about that. So, it, it, anyone who follows it mm-hmm. knows that this past week was not a good week for cryptocurrency. No, not at all. Uh, I bought the dip, though. Yeah. But that, that's that's pretty much what everybody yeah. I know has been doing. They're like, hey, did you buy? And it's like, eh. No, I threw some money in there. Did you? Also, Jennifer, you're watching. I did not. <laughs> I did not do that. Anyways, what, continue. What'd you get? Uh, I, I just threw $100 in there on some Bitcoin. On Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah. Regular Bitcoin? Just regular old plain Jane, vanilla. You yeah, know, it was a good buy. Because, I mean, it's so Brunette, low, you know? Christian girl, Bitcoin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, I didn't do that, I promise. <laughs> but basically, so it was my understanding. Yeah. And again, I'm not a crypto expert. So if mm-hmm. you know more than me, please write in. This is financial know. advice. Yeah. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. If you know more than me, email us at lifeandgamespodcast.com and let us know. Lifeandgamespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah that. Uh, so basically, Elon fainted uh-huh. the idea that Tesla might sell their Bitcoin. Right. And everybody was like, well, if he's thinking mm-hmm. about selling, I need to sell before he does. Mm-hmm. And so it totally, all cryptos just tanked. Well, there's a little bit more to that. What do you mean? I mean, the China crackdown. What I didn't hear about that. You didn't know about that. Well, no. this was a little bit after Elon floated that idea of selling okay. his Bitcoin, but China uh, Chinese regulators announced uh, a bunch of rules barring financial institutions and payment companies from providing services related to cryptocurrencies. Really? So China is not a, a big fan of crypto. 
Well, the, I mean, the CCP, they don't like it. Yeah, makes sense. Because it's decentralized. I don't know why. Yeah, they why. can't tax it. They, it. It's not taxable. It's decentralized. They can't control it. That's my guess. I don't know. Right. If you're Chinese and you know better, You're probably not watching this. Probably not watching this. <laughs> you probably can't watch it. But if yeah. you're using NordVPN oh, and, and watching this, <laughs> this video, anyways, no, it's not. But NordVPN, if you want to, come hit us up. Mm-hmm. But if you're using a VPN. Yeah. You could. And you're watching this. Yeah. Let but, me know. But yeah, so that was part of it. Not only Elon. Mm-hmm. Floating, you know, his he, he can't he's actually decrying Bitcoin because of the environmental impact. I don't know if that's just yeah, imposturing. that seems like it seems like posturing, right? Yeah, because I mean, if you, the, the, there's always the oh, you have to mine for all the parts in the Teslas and mm-hmm. all that. I mean, it yeah, he's not really Tesla's not really the uh, carbon neutral con- uh, company, not really. No, 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 I mean, no. W- once you get them off the line, sure, yeah, but to build them, yep. You gotta use child labor. Oh, or just you know I non mean, renewable well, energy, but I don't know. Yeah, well, ideally, but that mm-hmm. is not what they're doing, right? Um, so, but yeah, we don't. This whole crypto thing is a little. I think it's a little above our pay grade right now, right? But we're but learning. I just wanted to bring that update. Yeah, that the hackers got hacked. Yeah, and that's hilarious. It is either that or they cut and run and gypped a bunch of other hackers, which is kind of also hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And okay, so for our third news story, mm-hmm. we're gonna get into one that's near and dear to your heart. Oh. You've been following this one for a while. Been following it for a minute. Apple you're... versus Epic. Yeah, you're playing Fortnite, Cameron. Uh, I have played it before. Yeah, I have not played it in a while. Yeah, and I've definitely not played it on an iPhone in a while. Mm-hmm. How about an iPad? Nope. No. How about an Android phone? I could if I wanted to. You could? No, you couldn't. No, because it's not on the App Store. It's, it's not on the Google. Store? It's not on the Google Play Store. Yes, it is. No. I thought. Really? I think it got booted off. They might have got. You can get the Epic Game Store on Google. Really? Yeah, that's Mm. why they're not in court. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe, but for a second you couldn't. Yeah. So here's what happened. Anybody who may be familiar, you know who Apple is. They make your iPhone, Mm -hmm. make the iPad. Very well known company. A lot of people might not know who Epic Game is. Epic Games. Yeah. But they do know Fortnite. Yeah. You've heard of Fortnite. Everybody's got a little brother that plays Fortnite. You know, they're doing the flosses. They got the llamas. Yeah, it's kind of a global phenomenon. Global phenomenon. Multinational. Everybody's playing Fortnite. It's a big deal. It was on your PlayStation. Mm -hmm. It's on your Xbox, Mm -hmm. PC, Mac. Yep. Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch. That you could probably play it on your Android phone. Probably some guy playing it on something nobody has even thought of yet. Yeah. I mean, they they can put it on pretty much everything. Exactly. Except for now, you can't play it on your iPhone anymore. And what happened was... So, here, let me give you a little bit of backstory. For anybody that may not know the details about how app stores work, mm-hmm. like the Google Play Store if you have an Android phone, or the Apple App Store if you have an iPhone, when developers put apps on this store, and they sell things, either they sell the app as a one-time purchase, or sell items within the app as in-app purchases, Google and Apple, they were taking a 30% cut of that. Right. So, you spend a dollar on an app. Google gets thirty cents and the developer gets seventy cents. Right, and it's same, the same for same Steam. With same with Apple. Same for Steam. I think Steam might be a little lower, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, well, there was a, some competition there, but I'm not entirely sure where they ended up. Yeah, but anyway. so so that's how it's been. That was the terms and service, and everybody was happy with it for a long time. Mm-hmm. People were great because they got to put their apps on devices that millions of people had in their hand. They right. had access to a huge audience, whereas otherwise they wouldn't have. Right. Well, Epic Games decides they don't like that anymore. They don't like it. And I don't know how much negotiation they had behind the scenes or if they had reached out to Apple. Mm -hmm. But us, as regular people, all we saw was that one day Epic decides to bypass the App Store purchases, which means in Google and Apple's terms of service, if you're going to... Excuse me. If you're going to sell something on their app or sell in-app purchases, Mm -hmm. you have to go through their app stores. Right. Well, Epic, they uh, updated their app and provided a way for users to leave the app, go to the Epic Games website on your iPhone and Android phone, Mm -hmm. make the purchase there for cheaper, and then reap the benefit within the app. Right. Which clearly violated the terms of service of the Play Store and the App Store. Right. So they made that update. Mm-hmm. They are swiftly kicked off of Google phone, Android phones, and I- iPhones. Right. Okay. The very day that that happened, mm-hmm. Google and Apple are slapped with lawsuits. Yep. Epic starts putting out high production value ads, attack ads against Apple. That were Noticeably, they, they left Google alone, which I don't know if that was a strategic move 
if they were just, you know, they didn't want to fight two giant tech companies at once. Right. Or if they figured if they're only going to fight one, people are going to pay attention to Apple because yeah. Apple's everybody's favorite punching bag. Even so, though Google and Apple would be the same thing. It, they're not, though. So it, well, they did it, the same thing. They charged the same 30% right. and took the same retaliatory action. True. But yeah. so they've been in court dealings for the past. They're entering week three. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim and, Cook took the stand today, I believe. Did he? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna have a verdict Yesterday. on whether or not this is okay for them to uh, remove an app because of. Well, the trial's about Epic Games is claiming Apple has a monopoly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I wanted to get into a little bit. But go mm-hmm. ahead. So, <clears throat> as far as I understand it, I, I'm not as deep into this one, but I have done a little bit of research on it because it mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. It's a, it's a slippery slope of which way this goes. So either one of two things is going to happen. Either Epic is going to win, therefore breaking up the monopoly that Apple has, allowing developers to buy things on their platform not through Apple. Mm-hmm. Or if Apple wins, this could smell or uh, it, it could be bad for everyone. So what what this is going to do? So and hear me out. There's a little little big brain here. If Apple wins and mm-hmm. it sets the precedent that you have to pay the developer. Which you is the have, way it's been for 12 years. Sure. But it's not that way on Windows. Right. It's not that way on your home computer. Mm-hmm. You can go to any website you yeah. want. You don't have to use the Windows Store. Mm-hmm. But if they make it so that you do, Windows could suddenly put software out mm-hmm. that makes you go through their channels. Imagine so, if you could only get Chrome through the Windows Store. Mm-hmm. You can't just download Chrome through Firefox, through Explorer, or any of that. They cut all that out just so they can make a penny. So here's the other app. Here's what Tim Cook would say about that. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily what I would say. Oh, of course. But Tim Cook would say, uh, "Yeah, but look at the malware you get on those computers. Look at the look at the Trojan horses you get, the right. viruses. So opening this up to third parties, mm-hmm. if you were to only purchase applications through Microsoft Store on your Windows PC, right? You'll never you'll never get any malware." You'll never get any viruses. It's more secure. It, it, it's the old mm-hmm. safety versus freedom mm-hmm. argument. I mean, it's the, the reason I, I'm personally a preference to the Android market because with Android, I can go on Chrome and download any app. And as long mm-hmm. as I tick a box saying, no, it's fine, mm-hmm. I can get whatever I want. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. You go to Walmart. Yeah. You go to a grocery store. Okay. Do you want just anybody to be able to throw their, uh, put their apples in a basket and, and let you buy it? What do you mean? So here's the analogy. Okay. Whenever Walmart allows people to put things on their shelves, they're vetted to a certain degree. Sure. Walmart takes a certain percentage, mm-hmm. which can be a lot more than 30% sometimes. Uh, I'll say they're, this. They're vetted. So they have to pass Walmart's you know, terms of service, what it is. They have to have a meet a certain quality to be put on the store shelves. Right. The other way, if you compl- claim that Walmart has a, a monopoly right. on their store because they're in every city and you know, millions and millions of people shop at Walmart. And if right. you, you want to go put, sell your things, you got to sell them through Walmart. Yeah. Or Amazon is probably the better choice. Yeah. But just to keep it simple, I mean, that's the difference, right? You can let Mr. Joe come in, you know, random Joe mm-hmm. with his apples covered in pesticides and, you know, grown in whatever kind of conditions. Who knows what's in them? I mean, we don't know that anyway. But right. so y- your, your argument has a little holes because... Yeah, sure. There are plenty of grocery stores. Mm-hmm. There are other brands. There's there's a different mm-hmm. one for every city. Yeah, yeah. You you're either going to be running iOS or Android or well, Linux. Linux. Yeah, but that's still only a third one. Still, that's more. That's Imagine more if there was only have, three uh... chains of grocery stores ever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's that's the difference. That's mm-hmm. where the antitrust thing comes in because, as the case revealed, which I was trying to bring up earlier, I think it was Apple had four times the amount of players. Mm-hmm playing Fortnite yeah. than Android. And there are bajillions of different Android phones, different manufacturers. Yeah, Apple yeah. had four times the amount right. of players. So talking about your, you know, the, you're saying that, okay, it's not the same because there are different grocery stores. Yeah. There's also different app stores, right? Not, got, not if you have an iPhone. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> so the whole thing is they're claiming monopoly, right? Right. Well, t- what, what is Tim Cook going to say? You don't have to buy an iPhone. You can go Tim buy Cook would never say well, that. What I'm saying is what I would say. This is what I would say. If I were defending Apple, if I was... Just don't release, buy our product. Just, <laughs> if, uh, if you don't like... If you're a developer mm-hmm. and you don't like uh, the terms of service of someone's platform, 
don't put it on their platform. It's a free country. If it we're talking if we're taking the sort of libertarian uh approach to this, yeah. Okay, Apple makes the iPhone. Right. Apple makes the App Store. Right. It's their phone, their app store. They can decide what you to charge to put your on the platform. Yeah. To put uh, your app on their platform. Granted, under the libertarian stance, they could do whatever they want. <laughs> right. But so my thing we is, do how, have... first off, how is it a monopoly if there's also Android? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortnite has their has their game on Windows. Right. You can download Epic Game Store on Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can download it on it's a monopoly Linux. Because how is it a monopoly? There's plenty of places to download market and share. Play, uh, Phones have become yeah. more than just some accessory. Mm-hmm. They are our everyday life. That I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I wake up, what's the first thing you do? Pretty much. Drink some water. Go pee, drink, go up some water. <laughs> check your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have become integral to our lives. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's the same argument as, um, uh, you know, treating water and internet as the same thing. But they have an immense amount of market share. Oh, like, yeah. Insane. Like, well, globally, I mean, no. How many iPhones do you have in your house right now? How many Apple products do you have? Me? In general. Oh. Anybody watching yeah. I guarantee you at least one person in your house, if you have like three or four people living in your house, has an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least. And more often than not, it's the whole family. Mm-hmm. They have... Gotta get that iMessage in there. So if the argument being, oh, we'll just go buy a different phone. I'm sure that has happened for some people. You know, little yeah. Timmy can't play Fortnite. He needs to go get him a, a nice Samsung or a, a Google Pixel or something else. He's not going to swing his mom on that. No, I don't know. I mean, it... it maybe. Maybe. But... More often than not, she'd probably be like, just play a different game. Right. But, again, I, the argument is... Okay, so think about all the times the United States government has blocked acquisitions, mm-hmm. specifically for, like, Disney. Right. They've, they've stopped them from buying things before. Mm-hmm. They're not the only entertainment medium. Right. They just have the bulk of the market share. Okay. That's why they're... This is an antitrust case. Sure. Which, but is it is it a strong case though? I think so. I think Epic's going to win. You think so? I really do. I don't know. I think there's going to be. Um, I don't think Apple's going to get away scot free. No, they'll uh, retrial for sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think next week. Well, there week, is a trial. Right. No, they're going to complete this trial, oh, and yeah. whoever loses is going to go for a retrial. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how. Stupid so here's court. what I think happens, and yeah. this is actually an idea floated by the judge. And I think it would affect gamers, and this is why this all ties into gaming. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect games coming going forward. Uh, the judge floated the proposition that while no, okay, they said, how about you can't buy past the app store in the app mm-hmm. and provide you of a way to putting in your payment information and making the purchase within the app. Right. But they can advertise if you go to their website and make the purchase there. But can you make the purchase on an iPhone? That feels like something they wouldn't yeah. let happen. No, I mean, who, nobody can stop you from getting on Safari and going to epicgames.com and making purchases. It's Because here's the thing. It's the same thing with like, if you go to amazon.com mm-hmm. and you buy uh you, you buy some movies on amazon prime right through your computer right then you download the amazon prime video app on your iphone and watch them from there you didn't spend the money through the app store no but you're using the service there right so sort of the same thing but the where, difference is you know amazon is the provider of the app store in that scenario no, 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 kind of yeah but your fortnite account can go on multiple platforms. Right. Like you could, I mean, there was a whole fiasco a couple of years back when it launched on PlayStation because people were trying to transfer to PlayStation mm-hmm. and their, their account would get locked there because of Sony. Mm-hmm. Right. Every other platform you can move around. I could buy something on a Switch, right. boot up my account on an Xbox, and I have all my stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like you should be able to, so just to fix this issue for gamers, right. maybe not being able to download software from a different store, Yeah. but to make in app purchases within software that's already per- approved. So for example, Maybe you can only download Fortnite from the App Store, mm-hmm. but purchasing V Bucks, you know, elsewhere, which you can already, but just not through. The, and they can. So the thing is, you can do that already, yeah. but Apple won't let you advertise it. So allowing them to advertise, hey, you can go to our App Store yeah. and get it at a discount, and you know, mm-hmm. buy it from there. Not our App Store, but go to our website and get it at a discount, right? Rather than making the purchase here, that would be a pretty decent compromise it would hurt apple a lot yeah and a lot of people honestly i think they wouldn't affect most people because some people would just be like eh, just it's right there right just go ahead and buy it instead of having to exit out of the app and go into another place i mean and, if they make it simple enough a lot of apps you know they they launch the website with 
everything there. And if, if you mm. play Fortnite on any other platform, you probably already have an Epic account because they make you make one when you sign up. Mm-hmm. You probably already have credit card information already there. It's right. probably like a click or two. Right. And you save, you know, what, 20 I think it was like two bucks or something. Yeah. I mean, it, it's big enough that it, most people are probably going to be like, oh, yeah. Why, yeah. Would I, why would I give Apple money? So that was a compromise that they could make. Maybe not being able to download software from mm-hmm. other uh, app stores, but being able to make the in- advertise for the in-app purchases elsewhere i just don't know how this case ends in hey guys let's just let's just get along no, you no know? it definitely doesn't end that way. <laughs> um but i don't i don't see apple getting away with that scot-free i don't see it, everything remaining the same no but Nothing, a good compromise either way it ends up they won't end up the same so yeah and that that does bring up a good point for sony too because it doesn't sony does sort of the same thing right your profile is sort of on an island if you download and install fortnite on your playstation yeah they fixed that. Next, oh, did they? They did fix that. Okay. That was a whole. That was many years ago. But okay, they 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 got so much bad publicity. They fixed it. Good. Yeah. Good. So that's the thing. Like how I feel like the the result of this trial mm-hmm. is really going to affect cross platform pay. Yes. And cross platform, uh, uh, what is it? Purchases. Yeah. Just integration in general. You know, we had finally gotten to the point where like, oh, I'm playing Fortnite. My friends on his phone i'm on my switch he's on his xbox like Mm -hmm. that's really cool Mm -hmm. that's something we've never had before Mm -hmm. most of the time it was like oh where are you guys buying the next call of duty because we need to buy it on the same platform now you just do it on whatever on on a lot of stuff and that's becoming the norm going forward yeah this court case might stop that it might i don't know i don't think it would though because it because nothing like it was progressing that way either mm-hmm. way. Without this court case, things were slowly progressing towards cross-platform play. Right. Either way. Yeah, but... So why would a result in Apple's favor suddenly, you know, change again, that course? Again, it goes back to the slippery slope. If... if Well, the slippery slope is a, is a logical fallacy. Yeah, well, okay. So if, if a company sees another company get away sure. with something in court, uh-huh. they're going to do the exact same thing. These I mean, companies are not empathetic creatures. They are made to make money. Mm-hmm. And they will milk you for oh, yeah. every cent. Bottom line, but I don't think it would happen. I, there's no way that Microsoft, mm-hmm. at least not anywhere, anywhere anytime soon, is going to lock down their system like that. I don't know. No, no, I really don't. That was the whole thing. They would lose so many. To to what Linux? To... <laughs> Nobody cares about Linux. No, people care about Linux. I don't know, but maybe, maybe if if Microsoft started locking things down and people couldn't. I mean, anybody who cares even a little bit mm-hmm. about being able to download whatever they want, mm-hmm. it's, and if they're even a little tech savvy. Right. Well, they probably already are they're gonna on, on Linux. No, no, no. Because <laughs> there's a lot of, you don't need to, because Microsoft. Yeah. You get your pre-built, pre-packaged OS. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to worry about a whole lot of setup. Not really. But you can still download pretty much whatever you want. Yep. As soon as they start locking down there, to the degree to which they lock down their OS, mm-hmm. that's when, that's what you'll see a migration of people to Linux. First, it'll be the more tech-savvy people. Yeah. Then companies um, like I forget the name of it, but there's a, there's a couple of companies out there that make pre, like pre-built PCs and laptops with mm-hmm. Linux already installed that are very compelling. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think one of them I forget the name of it, um, but they love Pop OS, which is a very user-friendly yeah Linux distribution. Hmm. Um, but that's that's a whole another thing. But <laughs> how this affects gamers, I think it does. Uh, I think if well, Apple, yeah. If 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 we get uh, a ruling in Apple's favor, mm-hmm. I don't think a whole lot changes. No. I know you disagree, but if we get a ruling in Epic's favor, mm-hmm. and I'm not like a big fan of Epic and the way they've handled things. No, it's, but it's kind think, of like two, two wrongs, yeah. I think. I mean, not, not that they're wrong, but it's definitely like not a clean cut. Right. Yeah. Anyway. But if we get a ruling in Epic's favor, I think it could lead to um, greater cross-platform play uh, yeah. and more accessible cross-platform play in the future. The crazy thing for me about this whole situation is Epic was, like, at the top of their mm-hmm. game. Literally everyone was playing Fortnite. Yeah. And they just decided to use that leverage mm-hmm. to try and take on Apple. Right. Like, so, it was very deliberate. They had all this stuff ready to go. Yeah, the advertisements, the lawsuits were ready. Yeah. The instant, they instant lo- they were kicked off the App Store. Yeah, and it was less than, I think it was, like, what, 12 hours or something? It was very quick. Yeah. But and they had all this pre prep. Like this whole thing was planned. Oh yeah. They knew what was gonna happen. But they were ready to attack. From a company standpoint, mm-hmm. why? Like well, unless Tim like Sweeney's said, just like, yo, watch this. What they were hoping <laughs> was here's what they did. They knew that they were gonna get kicked off the apps. Yeah. 
So they were hoping that their massive user base of people playing Fortnite on iPhones and iPads, mm-hmm. they deliberately disrupted their gameplay and through actions of their own, knowing full well what would happen. And then they pointed and said, look at Big Bad Apple. You can't play Fortnite I mean, anymore. That's how I feel. It's hey, like, okay, but, but, but hold on, Apple hold on. Sold mo- I mean, you know, little Timmy wakes up one day, picks up his iPhone, or he gets a new iPhone and tries to download Fortnite, and all of a sudden he can't. And Epic's over here like, yeah, Apple did this. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, but you violated the terms of service, knowing full well that I a mean, bunch of gamers them. who relied on the iPhone to play mm-hmm. are not able to play anymore. Yeah. And they got no warning. Like, nothing like, hey, heads up. We're in for a fight. You might want to think about where you can play our game. Yeah. It's just, nope, suddenly you can't play our game anymore. You're screwed. Apple did this. Apple's bad. It's like, <sighs> yeah. You, they, what? That, that really makes me mad because they're using, they're exploiting their gamers for this lawsuit. They really are. <sighs> they, they were hoping that they could rally all these, all the gamers that were on iOS and iPad mm-hmm. and just use their anger. As proof of Apple's wrongdoing, when I mean, they stirred the pot themselves. To be fair, I don't like Apple's policies. Sure, but they, I mean, that, does they, the consumer have to pay the price of not being able to enjoy what they enjoy? Yeah, I mean, in the name of this lawsuit, it's like what? Again, they can do it elsewhere. I mean, that's the market, right? Yeah, that's but the I'm free market the, argument. The, the using that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, again, I can kind of see both sides. But right. what really ticks me off is. That, At the end of the day, there's a lot of people out there that were put in a very, that were probably very butthurt yeah. and very in a bad situation. I say it like it's life and death, but still, I mean, some people, that's yeah, their, that was, that what was they their do thing. to unwind at the end of the day. And Pop all of a sudden the they're phone. caught up, you know, in this legal battle and yeah. they're like stuck there, like looking at their iPad or their phone, like, well, this yeah. sucks. Like, what did I do? <laughs> Now I can't play my game. It'll be very interesting to see the outcome yeah. of this whole thing. Because it, it is going to change things one way or the other. I don't. If Apple wins, I don't think ch- things will change too, too much. I mean, it is a slippery slope because it does leave that out there. Mm. But I wouldn't be terribly surprised if this winds up going all the way up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court? Yeah. Oh. I mean, think about it. They're, they're, this is like groundbreaking territory. Mm. That's what the Supreme Court's for, is to make rulings on things that don't have precedent. Well, I think there's plenty of precedent for antitrust. Well, sure, but it, it's digital marketplace stuff. Mm-hmm. We've never really messed with this as a True. society. So it makes sense for it to go all the way up. I know that if Apple loses, they'll probably push it. Mm-hmm. And if Epic loses, they might. Oh, who knows? I, I mean, th- th- this, this ruling that we get is important. Yes. But this is not the end. Oh, no, no, no. That, whichever side loses is going to push the ever... They're going to push it like crazy. They're going to go to different courts, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'll be excited to see. I mean, so we're in the trial now. So if anybody, uh, if you feel like you're caught up to speed, just Google. Yeah. Apple versus Epic. I'm sure you've seen it before. Yep. I mean, it's been going on. The, the, when they pulled the Fortnite off of iPhones, it was what, four, four months ago, five months ago? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact day. And we're finally, finally to the court hearings. Yeah, Two weeks trial. in. Should be, I think they've got two days left, three days left. Yeah, something like that. So that'll be interesting. So if you're if you're watching this, the day it comes out, Tuesday or Wednesday, we should get a ruling. Uh, whew. Well, keep your eyes peeled, folks, because I am. I am for sure. Yeah. All right. So that's the nerdy news you need to know. <laughs> now we're going to take a little bit and we're going to take a deep dive uh-huh. into gamers block. Yeah. Basically, you ever have that feeling where you come home from work and you're like, oh, I just want to play some video games and you don't have anything to play. I mean, you do. You've got tons of digital games, you know, PlayStation Plus, all that stuff. They're throwing games at you. You've got stuff to play, mm. but it's just not It's just not scratching that itch. Mm-hmm. Nothing's enticing. No, uh, and I've personally felt it. I mean, until this past week, I haven't really played anything other than, like, the Pokemon trading card game mm-hmm. in a while. I think the last game I actually, like, completed mm-hmm. was... Hades, and that was in 2020. Jeez, yeah, so, six months ago almost. Huh? Yeah, granted, you know, if if you follow the gaming landscape, you know that not a whole lot's coming out right now. I mean, right. with, with everything that happened in the world, a lot of stuff is slowed down as far as development goes. People have to work from home. Mm-hmm. It makes sense why things are slowed down. But I this mean, is a phenomenon that's that's not new. In no, 2021. No, I'm just saying I, I had attributed it to that, but maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's just gamers block. 
Yeah. You know, you ever hear writer's block where you just can't think of anything? Gamer's blocks where you just, nothing makes you happy that you want to play. Right. And yeah, the, I mean, I'm putting together a video on this on my, um, on the Soda Games YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was thinking about that and I was looking at, in the research for the video. Yeah. I was looking at this because it's a widespread phenomenon. You can see multiple Reddit threads, mm-hmm. multiple posts of people on social media saying, man, games, it just doesn't seem fun anymore. Yep. And, man, some things that I feel like the root of it, mm-hmm. one of the roots of it, one of the major roots of Gamer's Block is just being burnt out. Yeah, that's just fair. Being, spending way too much time. I don't want to say too much time, but, you know, there's whatever too much time means to you. That can mean three hours. That can mean six hours. Mm -hmm. But relative to you, too much time, too consistently playing video games Mm -hmm. where it's not novel, right? Right. The body and the mind, it craves novelty. And if you're in a rut, right, Mm -hmm. which is basically what it is, you're not going to get the, you know, that hit, right? I hate to say it like that, but you're not going to get that thrill. It's not going to be engaging and energizing. The the, the dopamine. The dopamine, right. The dopamine. You're not going to get that. So, I mean, maybe if you're feeling that, and it's helped me out too before, because, you know, if I find myself playing lots of video games Mm -hmm. and eventually it's just, this isn't fun, I got to put it down. I've I've done that plenty of times. Go to the gym, take a walk, you know. Unplug the console, even. Jeez. And just, you know what? I'm, I got to work on something else. And it helps, I think, to do something productive. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, one thing's not working, try something else. Yeah. Most of the time for us, it's try a different game. Try it. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's, that's the thing because people, my, me, myself, and I've, I've done the same. It's like, okay, I, I don't have anything that I want to play. Yep. Let's hop on the Steam store. And see what's on sale or see what I can get. What's yep. new? What's the new and shiny thing? You buy it and it sits unopened, Oof. uninstalled. or I have done that way too many In times. the plastic. I've got two games that are in the plastic on my shelf right now. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it sucks. But it's also like, I'll play it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Never do. Never do. No. The new game comes out, you buy it, play it for an hour, put it down. What I think is worse, yeah, is where like, like I've done this before. You go buy a new game, the new hotness. Uh-huh. I, I did this with the... Uh, fire emblem three houses mm-hmm. on switch i bought it because everybody was freaking out they're like oh my god it's the greatest thing since sliced bread fire emblem best na yeah like, yeah i tried it out it just was not for me mm-hmm. it was a real feels bad man moment yeah i probably put like three or four hours into it and it just never clicked right like uh just not not my thing and after that it was like nothing was my thing for a long time it's kind of weird because I have, you know, we all have particular genres of games that we like. Mm-hmm. And you try to stay within those genres. Sometimes you branch out a little bit, find something new. It's usually after I try something brand new mm-hmm. that I, I break the gamer's block. Yeah. Because I like strategy games. Mm-hmm. I like uh, RPGs, action adventures. But going outside of that mold is typically what breaks it for me. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you're if you're experiencing this and this gamer's block and nothing seems fun or enticing and most of what you're playing is games like CSGO, League of Legends, your Hearthstone or these competitive Overwatch. games, Overwatch, competitive FPSs where you're trying to grind and, rank, you know, get to the top 500. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Fortnite even. Yep. Uh, maybe try taking a step back. Playing yeah. something like a, a story-based game, like you know, I was playing Shadow of the or Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, did you last night on stream? And let me tell you, that was fun. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in an Indiana Jones movie, and it was fun. Yeah, you know, I wasn't trying to outsmart my opponent by you know getting faster, getting, like, getting through his OODA loop, and just figuring out what he's doing. Yeah, and you know, wrecking noobs, three sixty <laughs> no scoping all my opponents. I was just I was having a time. Yeah, as Laura Croft, an That's adventure. Cool. And it was like no stress, no pressure to to be the best there ever was. Yeah. And yeah. it was fun. The other drawback to that, though, is, you know, we're fortunate enough that we're, we're adults. Mm-hmm. We have disposable income. If something doesn't work out, we can trade it in, get something new, and it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Some folks, you know, they're younger or maybe they're just getting their first job or, right. you know, 
the monetary factor does matter. So what does what does a youngster do? What does little Timmy do when he's got gamers block? Because honestly, I don't think as a kid I ever had gamers block. Really? No, hmm. I was happy just to have video games. Hmm. You know, because yeah. I think your perspective is a little different. And I think gamers block may be a little bit of a symptom of what's called affluenza. Okay. Where you're so affluent and you've got so much, so many resources. Yeah. You know, you tend not to value it as much. It all kind of blends in. You know, you're overstimulated. And I think yeah. a big part of gamers block is that overstimulation or being in the rut. Yeah. So think maybe, now correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not saying it's impossible for, you know, someone who doesn't have the resources to obtain gamers, gamers block. Mm -hmm. But I can remember myself growing up, being as a kid, I never, you know, I didn't always have disposable income. In fact, yeah. I was poor for most of my life. You know, I never once got gamers block. I was just happy to have something to play. Yeah, I've seen some of the games you played as a kid. Yeah. They were a little rough. They were rough, but I had a time, <laughs> buddy, let me tell you. It was good stuff. Yeah. I was, I was having a fun, fun I'd come time. over to your house, I'm like, what are you playing? Bro, let me tell you. And that can be a thing, too. And if you have gamers block, mm -hmm. and you're only playing those shiny new AAA titles, let me tell you what, you dive in some of those indie titles. Yeah, get you some, some jank. Well you know, untitled Goose Games or whatever you want to play. I mean, those are relatively popular. Really, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Just those uns, like those games that you would normally look your nose down on. Yeah. Oh, man, there's some gems in there. You crack that open and get to playing. Yeah. Oh, that can revitalize you. It really can. It's very true. And, and the whole thing about it is just like switching genres, just like going out and doing something else. It all boils down to getting out of that rut. Yeah. Getting out of that rut. You know, you got you to gotta connect some synapses right there. You got to fire those synapses. Yeah. Connect the neurons, I think is what I, I meant to I say. I think that's, that's the big difference between what when we were science. kids and when, you know, the, today's modern children. When we were kids. The modern kids? Yeah. Mo anyway, the everyday kids modern kids. We didn't have Netflix. We didn't have YouTube. Mm -hmm. I mean, later we did, but when we were kids. Bro, we got Netflix on CD-ROMs. We what had we our Game Boys and our N64s, and we just kind of dealt with it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever we had was what we had, or we went outside. Right. Which I, I know both of us went outside a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played my Game Boy outside. Yeah. yeah there yeah, you yeah. go. Living the dream. I mean, I remember uh, playing Pokemon Blue. Uh -huh. It was the only game I had. Heck yeah. And man, I went through that game, so many playthroughs of that game, doing the most random stuff. Hmm. Like just evolving, like catching random Pokemon, trying to catch them all, <laughs> uh, just derping around, not really doing a whole lot. Because that was all I had. And I never got gamers block with my Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue. Wouldn't have even thought about it. Hmm. I, I didn't really have the opportunity because when I was a kid, we did a lot of renting games mm -hmm. at like Blockbuster and whatnot. Oh, yeah, we did that. We had, uh, what was it? Carlton's down in Carlton's, yeah, yeah, like the at the plaza, kind of. I think that was the name, <laughs> of it. or was that the the pharmacy next to it? Dude, I don't know. I didn't grow up here. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> somebody, somebody from my town, let me know. Drop it in the comments, Tyler, Brandon. If you're watching this, you're my brothers. We rented games. I remember we got uh, the South Park video game from the local. They game. let you get the South Park game. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> let me tell you, we had a time. On I that. bet. Was you it know. the one with the where you had the turkey gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could hit them with the yellow snowballs. If you <laughs> oh, know what I mean. nice. Oh, it was so great. We had to bring it back, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to take it back. Yeah. But from there for a second, it was a blast. I think that helped, too. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't, video stores aren't really a thing. I mean, you can get, like, Gamefly or something like that, but yeah. it takes so long for them to mail them back and forth. We could just, oh, I'm done with it. Go to the store, get a different one. Right. If it didn't work out, it wasn't, like, a long-term investment. Mm -hmm. Whereas nowadays, it's like, oh, i got to drop you know, PS5s are $70 for games. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you drop that and you go, ah, it's not really for me. Imagine you buy it digitally. Mm -hmm. It's just like, ah, yeah. Buying digital ah. games is, is that's, a, that's another topic we can get into right. today. But it's still, just imagine dropping that money on a whim. Just being mm -hmm. like, um, I th most people like this. It, IGN gave it a nice eight as they give everything. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you have to be a particular kind of horrible game to get below an 8 on yeah. IGN or all these games. 7.5, too much water. Yeah. <laughs> a game can be absolute hot garbage yep. and still get like a, at least a 7. Yeah. And so don't go by these game reviews. Metacritic. These, these people... Metacritic is your friend. <laughs> Read the individual reviews, figure yeah. out what the reviewers like, mm. see if they match up with yours. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money to just dump. I mean, or if you've got reviews. it, if you've got it, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's your life. I'm not going to tell you how to live it. This is financial advice. Yeah. Welcome to the financial podcast. Yeah. 
we do financial advice. We do. All right. So we put the word out last week that, and throughout the course of the week, if you mm-hmm. had any questions or suggestions for topics or anything like that, to email us at lifeandgamespodcast at gmail.com. And I'll make sure it's in the description yeah. from day one this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> hey, we're still learning. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we had a couple of questions from viewers like you. Uh, the like first it. one is, the new Digimon TCG has some stir behind it, but I haven't seen much hype in recent weeks. Is it considered dead on arrival, or are people sleeping on its potential? What do you think, Carl? You've actually bought a booster yeah. box. Of... Yeah, I bought three You bought booster three boxes. booster boxes. Yeah, I bought one booster box of version 1.0, which is like the first kind of expansion mm-hmm. for the base set, really. Right. And then two boxes of version 1.5, which is the, you know, the next expansion. Yeah. And it should be known. Mm-hmm. You know, we've kind of been in a world where the big three TCG games have ruled it all. You've got Pokemon, you've got Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic Gathering. Mm-hmm. They've pretty much been it. Yep. Well, no, Hearthstone. If you're talking only <laughs> paper... It's not a trading card game, though. Yeah. You can't trade. Well. <laughs> you can trade with the system, I guess. Sure. But as far as walking into your, your local game store... Mm-hmm. These are going to be the big ones. You mean to tell me you haven't been playing Keyforge? Yeah, man. <laughs> playing Force of Will? Let's uh, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy, the trading card game? I actually bought a couple of those pre-constructed decks. Did you really? I got into a kick for a minute <laughs> where I was buying... I bought a couple of Yu Yu Hakusho decks. Bought that a couple of Final so Fantasy uh, decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, bought a couple of the... This was before I really started playing Pokemon, but a couple of the Pokemon pre-constructed decks. Mm-hmm. Just because one day, you know, it's kind of fun to just derp around, learn the game. Yeah, that's fair. Whatever. But yeah, so Digimon TCG, I bought into it, built a deck, have not played it before. And I know exactly three people uh, at the Battlegrounds mm-hmm. that play it. Haven't got the chance to play it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I haven't heard of any rumblings of any constructed tournaments or any sanctioned play. I do know that at the Battlegrounds, those boxes were hard to come by. They were. They were, but now there's been a couple of boxes there sitting there for a while. Oof. Maybe Neither that's what that, he's asking about. Huh? Maybe that's why he's asking. Because yeah. it seems like the hype died. The hype did die. And it seems like a pretty... And, and a part of that is pandemic. Yeah. Part of that is the version 1.0 box was very difficult to get for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, the booster boxes for those are selling at a considerable markup compared to the second version. Makes sense. Um, and so people just couldn't get the cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that it's a very... It's more popular in Japan. Than it is in the United States, and that's a barrier you got to get through. Yeah, like you said, the big three. You got to make. You got to get people to not spend money on Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. You got to yeah. get people to stop buying Pokemon cards. Which, if you listen last week, you know that's going to be a tough yeah. sell. If they're going to walk into a game store, well, that and, that could play in their advantage. You walk into the game store, they don't have any Pokemon cards. Oh yeah, no. Oh, so let's. Get I'll Digimon. take Digimon. That's I guess the, that's the ultimate grandma buying a birthday present for her grandson. Oh. Nobody oh. is gonna do that. <laughs> Who wants Pokemon cards? They're gonna say, "Oh, what's a Graymon?" I mean, <laughs> would Pepsi be okay? No, Pepsi's not okay. I want Coca freaking Cola original yeah. formula. Yep. <laughs> so basically, no. to answer your question, I think I think it is kind of. I think it's dead. Yeah. 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 They didn't do the work. So the the crazy thing to me is they put out a mobile app, Mm -hmm. which is like, okay, cool. You know, 2021, you're launching a card game, launch a digital version too. Mm -hmm. The mobile app is just a how to play tutorial. Yep. There's nothing else to it. Mm-mm. They they did all the time programming the entire game, putting animations in mm-hmm. for the bigger Digimon and all that good stuff. It's a very clean, very well put together application. But that's it. It's yeah, you so can't shallow. actually play against other players. No. There's no story mode. No, nope. you There's play no one campaign. of the three starter decks yeah. cut in half yeah, yeah, yeah. against each other or against the computer. And they're like, yeah. all right, go buy a physical card. Yeah. In a pandemic where you can't play them. <laughs> Which is no sanction yeah, I don't events. Know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Once the restrictions lift. But I think it's going to be too far in the future. Nobody cares about Digimon. Yep. You can only launch once. They yeah. chose to go in the middle of... When did, the, when did it come well, out? They November? They chose to, but I mean, they I probably mean, they, had this planned for a while. Right. But they chose to go forward with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, I'd like to see it succeed. It'd be, I mean, if, if Digimon blows up in the local scene, everybody's coming out on Friday to play it. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I have cards. Whatever we're playing, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've actually been considering maybe getting back into Magic Gathering and paper now mm-hmm. that the restrictions are up. We can play yeah. Standard again. Yeah. 
Maybe. Maybe. Sure. All right. So we had one Speaking other of Magic qu- the Gathering. What you got? Uh, the other question. Ah, there you go. Is what is your favorite planeswalker? And why is it Jace? Uh, wrong, sir. <laughs> you are very wrong. I have no idea what your favorite planeswalker is. My favorite planeswalker is Teferi. Oh, I, I, wait, I did know that. that. You bought me the Teferi <laughs> I did. I, I don't know why I blanked on Teferi. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe it's, like, Koth. Yeah, yeah, no. Or, <laughs> no. Well. I don't kidding. know. No, Koth, was, was cool. Koth was cool. Koth was cool. I mean, I wouldn't, if you would ask me in 2011 what my favorite Planeswalker was, I would have said Koth mm-hmm. because of that big red Koth deck Just I played. turn a mountain sideways. Turn a mountain. Hit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. He was a cool Planeswalker. It was super great. So Teferi. Uh, Teferi. Why Here's is your Dominaria. I mean, he's cool. Yeah. I mean, he looks cool. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a wizard. Know, he's he a, is a time wizard. He's a time wizard. He's got the staff. He's got the wizard look. Yeah. You know, and I'm a sucker for wizards. Gandalf, Merlin. Big, big, big I'm wizard big fan. fan. I'm a big wizard fan. <laughs> the only thing Teferi needs is a big pointy hat. Yeah. But other than that, he's got the big pointy staff. You don't, you don't often see wizards with very short hair. No. And you don't often see black grand wizards either. That's true. And as a kid, growing up, you know, seeing Urza Saga, the original Magic the Gathering set, you know, seeing Teferi depicted as a kid in, you know, Urza's Academy mm-hmm. was really cool. I didn't even he know was, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bit of a trickster in, in, uh, in school. He Makes was a sense. bit of a mischief. Mm. But he grew up and he and he um he he wisened up and he matured. But yeah, uh, but on top of that, he's he, I like his theme mm-hmm. and his cards are good. Yeah, his cards, cards are always are, good. If your cards are trash, you're not in the run to be my favorite planeswalker. Okay, yeah. I'm not that Vorthos. You got to do some good <laughs> stuff. And Teferi's planeswalker cards, on the whole, that's I mean the only stuff. bad that's ones like were stuff. like the. The dual deck the, yeah, yeah, the freaking pre-con deck mana ones. one or whatever like, it is, way too much for way too little. All of the planeswalkers are bad. Yeah. So my favorite planeswalker is actually the first planeswalker card I ever got. Let me guess. Hold on. Don't tell me. Yeah, go for it. A Johnny Vengeance. It is. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, that so, Naya deck from back in the day. Yes, my mm-hmm. very first Magic the Gathering deck was a Naya deck. Mm-hmm. So I always I have a strong affiliation, and with a Johnny coming from Naya mm-hmm. as their like representative in the shard, he was always the favorite. Plus. Big Catman fan. Yeah. I, when I played Tekken, I always played as King because mm-hmm. it was just like, man's got a cat face. It's cool. Well, that was a mask, you know. Well, <laughs> I, didn't I didn't know, know that, that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought he was a cool cat dude. Yeah, yeah. But a Johnny was just a cool cat dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I'm playing Skyrim, I pick the Khajiit class. Mm, Khajiit has wares. Yeah. You have coins. Always. I mean, you you gonna give me the option to get a main or be a cat? I'm gonna do it. Cool. And yeah, he's cool because he's he's in the colors. That I started with. Mm-hmm. And just his whole backstory is kind of not as well explored as mm-hmm. some of the other walkers. But it is interesting. It seems like all of his all of his modern day stories are more about after he got a spark. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about Teferi as a kid. They don't really go into a Johnny when he was just no. chilling. Yeah. Well, a lot of planeswalkers don't get a whole lot of backstory these days. Yeah. It's becoming a little bit more frequent yeah um nowadays but mm-hmm. for a while they were just like here's cool girl guy yeah. they do the thing it was mu yang lang <laughs> figure it out right 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 <laughs> you have to have you know the assumed knowledge of like chinese culture yeah and then steep into that to kind of in, even understand what this girl would be about all right so if you have a question that you would like us to answer please don't forget to email lifeandgamespodcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and uh nerd out with you and talk mm-hmm. about all things whatever <laughs> all things whatever that's our next segment yeah all things whatever we're gonna talk about all things whatever yeah maybe we should rename the show all things whatever yeah yeah it's gonna be carl and cameron all things all whatever. things whatever and forget <laughs> forget about the games forget about the life forget about yourself let go of your ego uh ascend into the ether it's, it's just whatever man wow it's, you it's just whatever. went there I, I went there okay so, we have a couple shout-outs, as usual. Of course, every week, want to thank Eek the Freak for letting us use his music. Uh, I think he said the 4th is when he's going to drop his new track. Okay. So, links to all his stuff will be in the description. Check it out. Again, it's awesome. Banging. I am, I'm ready for say. it to come out so we can use it on one of this oh, show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, it's pretty good. Executive it? decisions over here. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'd like to bring that up. Sure. No. So, thank you, Eek, again. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, want to thank you for watching. Again, you. if you have anything 
any criticisms, any sort of notes, any mm-hmm. anything for the show. Emails in the description. Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Yeah, don't hesitate to hurt our feelings. No, please. Yeah. Bring it on. I want I want my soul to hurt a little bit, but you know, coming from a place of love. Yeah. Makes us better. Mm-hmm. Which makes the time you're spending watching two dorks from northwest Georgia talk about what the crap ever. Yep. I mean, if I mean, help us make this in, a little bit more enjoyable for right. us. Right. Because you're spending the time, and we want to make it like that. Absolutely. Oh, fun fact. I guess I should, should have probably done this at the top of the show, but if you don't like the video version, if you'd rather mm-hmm. listen to us on audio, we are now available on Spotify and yeah. Apple Podcasts. Spotify and Apple. How legitimate is that? Right. Oh, say that again. Let me hear you say that one more time. Our podcast mm-hmm. is now available on mm-hmm. Spotify Ooh. and Apple Podcasts. Ooh. My goodness. Right? Say it one more time. No. No. <laughs> I, I like it. I like you only it. get one. Spotify <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. And we've actually got a few subscribers from there. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, actually kind of cool. Analytics guy, so. They show the analytics. We have a fan in Germany. Look at that. Did Germany. You know that? Then we have downloads coming from Germany. Hello. I don't know if anybody's VPN and all over the Deutschland. world. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. So shout out to you, German follower. I don't know your name. I wish I would. Yeah. Write in. Let Hans. me know. It's pretty rad. I call you Hans until you show up in the comments. <laughs> oh you're Germany and you're listening to this. Your name is Hans until you prove me otherwise. Goodness. But yeah, let it, yet again, we will have a link tree with all of our social medias. We'd mm-hmm. appreciate it if you follow us on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram, mm-hmm. email us, YouTube. Like and subscribe. Hit Please. the bell notification so you never miss an episode. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I think you may be changing it up soon, but for now, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Soda Pizzle on Twitch. So you can catch me on Twitch. I am streaming. Uh, just good news. So I just uh, became affiliate with Twitch this week. So it's amazing. Uh, thanks to everybody if you're watching this coming from my Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. You guys are the realest of realest ones. Uh, so thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, twitch.tv slash soda pizzle Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be streaming. We have a good time. Uh, I got a cat. He shows up every time. That's so. the best part. Oh, it's the best part. <laughs> he, I've tuned in a time or two. It's always, yeah. he's causing technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. It's a great time. But he's a kitty cat. What are you going to do about yeah. that? Yeah. And, and I still need to know what a back squid is. You need to know what a back squid is? <laughs> well, tune into twitch.tv slash soda pizzle. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m., and you'll you'll find out what a back squid is. Maybe the Brazilians will tell you. <laughs> yeah. I have a large Brazilian <laughs> gathering of people that come to my podcast. Yeah, it was so it's wild. Amazing. I tuned I in. Learned, I learned Portuguese, and, and they're talking. They don't. I'm like, what is going on? I tuned yeah. in in the middle, and they they claimed they had taken over your channel. Yeah, they took over my channel, and we were in <laughs> we were in Brazil for a minute. Yeah, it, it was, was great. It was quite wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it though. It's a good time. So check it out. Great times. And with that, I think that's going to do it for us for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate you again for watching. Email us anything you want us to say. I mean, not anything. We're not going to do everything. But yeah. <laughs> if you have questions or you have, you would like to make a suggestion for a topic on the show or something like that, email us at lifeandgamespodcast.com. Lifeandgamespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'll get that website eventually. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. How long till I blow up and everybody show love? How long until I'm laughing at my critics like told ya? How long till I grow up? Stop drinking till I throw up. How long until the devil come to collect on what I sold him? What actually happens when you drown genius in acid? Would my baby mama say if I make a million off this rapping? What would the friends I made in the Navy say if they heard CS2 snapping? What would the man inside the mirror say if he ever caught me?